Netcasts you love. From people you trust. This is Twit. Bandwidth for iPad today is provided by CashFly at C-A-C-H-E-F-L-Y dot com. Coming up, it's our first ever annual State of the Pad. <laughs> Plus, a USB typewriter, PBS confusion, and SIM transfer in a snap. All that, plus saving millions of frogs every year on iPad Today. Yay! Yay! iPad Today is brought to you by Go to My PC. Attention iPad owners, access your applications and files on your home or office computer from your iPad with GoToMyPC.com from Citrix. For your free 30-day trial, visit GoToMyPC.com, promo code TWIT. And by Slingbox, which just turned your iPad into a television. Slingbox introduces their new iPad app, so now you can watch your home TV on your iPad anywhere you take it. Check it out at Best Buy or Slingbox.com. And by Squarespace.com, the fast and easy way to publish a high-quality website or blog. For a free 14-day trial, go to Squarespace.com slash iPad today. And be sure to check out their annual plans for savings of up to 20% off. Yes, it's iPad Today, the show that brings you the latest iPad news today. Not yesterday. Nope, and not tomorrow. Not tomorrow. Although, it's information that you could use tomorrow. Or the next day. Or the day after that. Well, in fact... There, it's about a week's worth of content, and then <laughs> and don't... Then it's over. No, and, and then it just combusts. You need a fresh one right. every week. Well, that's Half why we life. make one every week. Yeah, that's right. And we're uh, anybody who's watching the show live knows that this is kind of a weird day to be shooting, but I won't be around next Thursday, and I didn't want to miss a show. So we're shooting really? it ahead of time. They said you only have a week to live? That's it. Yeah, and I decided to spend that last week on Maui. <laughs> <laughs> I don't, I don't blame you. Right. I don't blame you. So I you're going to go to Maui tomorrow, and you'll be back when? Uh, the following Sunday. That's great. Yeah. It's only a week, but it still will be wonderful. I mean, I feel like for Hawaii, sitting around, and that's sort of the idea. A lot of Kindle reading. A week is good. Week's it's a plenty. nice little recharge. And are you going to go like the road to Hana and I see think, the volcano? Yeah, I think I think if we didn't, we'd feel like we missed out. Yeah. Even if it ends up being touristy and trafficy, because I've kind of heard two different sides of the story. And I think we'll go up to Haleakala and see the sunrise and take pictures. I think that sounds great. Me too. You go, go into town, go to Kihei. Exactly. I think it's you're going to have a blast. And you you know, as touristy as it is, you got to go to a Luau and eat some poi. Is poi vegetarian? Yes. Then I'll I eat it. I wouldn't make you eat it if it weren't. Yeah, well, I was going to avoid the luau because of the pig and the you bury it, and I thought well, that might be sort of traumatic. Might, might break your heart. Well, I don't know. I, I've Poi seen worse. actually breaks my heart. Why? It's horrible. Is it bad? Yeah, What's it made of? <laughs> is, it, is poi a, like, a, a, like root. A, a root vegetable? Yeah, it's a root. Like, like, a, a, like, a, like a beet party? Hawaiian yeah, beet? It's, well, I it's like starchy. Beets. It's very starchy. It's more like a starchy thing. But anyway, enough of, enough Hawaii. Enough lore. about that. We are going to talk We're about this. Work. Is believe it or not uh, the the anniversary of the release of the iPad? It came out in April of two thousand ten. It, Kev, it's weird that it's been a year. Uh, it I isn't. Thought, it isn't. I mean, it feels like it's always been with us in yes, some ways, which is bizarre. I remember very well the twit before the iPad came out, mm-hmm. and I said to myself, "I probably said it out self? loud too." Self. This is the last weekend you won't have an iPad. <laughs> and that was true. <laughs> and it came true. It seems obvious. But I just meant that I felt at the time, and I think I'm... That your his, life was about to change. History has borne as, me out. As that far this as is, your habits. Well, I don't know. My personal history has changed, or the global history of the world, but I think it does change technology and computing. Mm-hmm. This is a platform in and of itself. There's nothing like it. And uh, it reinvents what computing is. And I, all, another thing that I will stand by that I said, uh, uh, the day they announced the iPad, which was January of last year, uh, right afterwards I came out and I said, this is the computer Steve Jobs started, founded Apple to design. This is what Apple was meant to be. Mm-hmm. Technology wasn't there for 25 years, but by the year 2010, 
they could make something that was really, truly a computer for the rest of us. You know, you know, you knew what you were talking about because in the last what three weeks, Steve Wozniak said the same thing. I know. I thought that was kind of cool that he he, he said the same. And thing. he was there, so he would know. He would know. Yeah, he said I we, think... we weren't able to create what we wanted exactly. to create, so we had to have many iterations that came before. Apple was, uh, you know, the Macintosh, which it wasn't Apple's first creation. Obviously, the Apple One and Apple Two were. The inspiration for that, I know from talking to Waz many times, is uh, was putting a computer in the hands of everyone, making it affordable so that everybody could own a personal computer. The second inspiration for Apple came later when Jeff Raskin joined Apple and said, we need to make a computer that everyone can use. Mm-hmm. We've solved the affordability issue. Now we need to make it so not just geeks can use it. He wanted a, a, a computer as a toaster. That was the inspiration for an appliance computer for the uh, Mac but and as much as they advertised it as the computer for the rest of us, it really wasn't that easy. It was. I mean, I know this is heresy, but it wasn't much easier than a Windows machine, really. Truthfully, mm-hmm. this is this changes everything. So we thought that uh, because it's episode forty-two, which means that we are the answer to everything today. Today, today, to only. life, the universe, and everything. Or anytime you want to watch the show, if you want the answers, uh, we would start a new tradition. It has now been one year of the iPad, so it's our first annual. State of the pad. Where have we come? When where, where are we going? And where are we going? First, let me say something about pad. Okay. Because do you remember when they announced oh, the name? Oh yes, I know. Everybody said, "Oh, that's an awful name." There were many. It sounds like a feminine jokes. hygiene device. Mm-hmm. It's not. That's. Terrible. I may have made some of those jokes on Twitter and well, thought I that they were very you, clever. Uh, I thought, uh, I said at the time, yeah, it's a terrible name. You will get used to it. It will become second nature, as all names do. Because I remember, frankly, the screensavers, terrible name. Call for help, terrible name. But you get used name. to it. You get used to it. Yeah. The first show we did for Ziff Davis was called The Sight. Terrible name. Right. But Sounds get, like some sort of construction business. Yeah, what, what is that? <laughs> but you get used to it, yeah. and that's the point. In fact, and then Z, it makes sense. Right. ZDTV wasn't such a good name, for no. that matter. So iPad, yes, it's a bad name, but we've gotten used to. It. We're we're over that, right? No more, no more. Jokes. Totally over it. I I don't think anyone even blinks. Um, state of the pad, maybe, ha ha. But I thought, I don't know. I just thought that was funny. Well, it brings back bringing memories. back the humor, bringing back the humor, the humor of, of the April iPad. of last year. You know, when the iPad was released, uh, when when people were able to buy it last year, I was out of the country. I was in Japan, so I was watching the hysteria from afar. And with my traveling partner, who obviously wanted an iPad more than life itself, more than a vacation. And it was really interesting to watch the first thoughts on the iPad and how yeah, everyone loved it. Sure. And, the, and the, the apps that were getting a lot of attention, of course, Wired being one of them right off the bat. And, it, and, and it, in fact, he was not hysteria. It was hysterical. He was in tears. Yeah, he no, crying. he cried he for bawled. three weeks. <laughs> Because Is he that didn't how have long an iPad. You were in Japan? Yeah. Oh my yeah, god. Yeah, yeah. And it came out the day we left. <laughs> Not an accident. Just, oh, really? You just, planned it that way? Just testing. Oh. I was like, you need to turn and, and off. And where is that guy now? He's packing for Maui. <laughs> <laughs> didn't work, did it? No. Is he going to bring an iPad? Oh my gosh. Absolutely. Are you kidding? <laughs> He's going to bring like his whole office. Now, I have to say, I just was very self-congratulatory. I did say some things right, but there was one thing I think I probably did say wrong. I really said the iPad is a content consumption device and not a content creation device. That's true, and you, you felt that way I, I felt pretty strongly that way, and I think I've been proven wrong by apps like GarageBand. Yes, Although, to, just to name one. GarageBand, now I'm going to point this out. Yeah, we all are crazy about GarageBand, and I'm sure many people have used it to make great music. But I haven't, and I think it's kind of one of those things that's a great demo, mm-hmm. but not something you're really going to sit down and mess around with. There are musically inclined people that GarageBand is going to be awesome Maybe for. Maybe that's the issue. I think that there are a lot. I mean, any I think creation... it's not enough for a really musically inclined person, though. That's the problem. It's neither. It's betwixt and between. It's easy to use, and for somebody like me, yeah, I can make music, but I'm not that inclined. Right. And for somebody who's really musically inclined, they're going to get Logic on a on a Mac and make some real music. Exactly. So it's a toy. And well, that's, in and a way, like, what all of the content creation stuff on the iPad is. It's not fully, you know, it's not a laptop. It's almost a Band-Aid. If you were on the road and you needed, you know, we, we've told stories uh, over the past year of 
band members who, you know, their amp blew or something, and there was a way to use right. the iPad to make the show go on. But those stand out for because they're an exception. Because they're because, exceptions. Yeah. I, I feel like to sit down um, and fool around with logic, uh, I mean, we're not doing that already. So are we really going right. to be creating something and, on And somebody asked bands. in the chat room uh, during the radio show, uh, well, how fast can you type on the iPad keyboard? I'm trying to decide whether to buy a MacBook Air or an iPad. And it's not the issue of how fast you can type, I don't think. It's whether it's comfortable to type because it doesn't give. You're tapping on glass. It's You don't really want to write anything lengthy on the iPad, not because it's not as speedy. You can touch type. But it's weird because there's no give. You're, you're tapping on you, glass. If you're going to be typing the way that you would expect to type on a macbook air or anything else with an actual keyboard you need an external keyboard you have to have that with the ipad I think you're right and then you, you can, might as well get you, a laptop you can type shortish emails but at that point you why can, not get a laptop you're just using it as a display well i mean yeah exactly if you're going to be if you're going to be typing regularly enough get a macbook yeah uh, I don't have a whole lot of problems typing on this, but that's because I will go to my laptop anytime I actually have to compose right. something quickly where there's paragraphs and I got to go fast. The keyboard for this is like, in my opinion, everything else on the iPad. It's for occasional light content creation. Right. Commenting on blogs, yeah. tweeting, little stuff. Yeah. Shorter form. So I thought, Leo, since we've, uh, we've, we've aired some of our grievances. where you get me back on track? Yeah, this is, <laughs> this is this is where the train gets back on the track, and we go into. Uh, <laughs> we were talking before the show about, without you know being too emotional about it. What are the apps that we now use as part of our daily lives that we would have had no inclination that they would be existing just one year ago? That's a great subject, isn't it? I love that idea. I thought of it myself. Actually, you did. Yeah. Well, we sort of, it was a hybrid. We were looking for something. It was a joint idea. Yeah. And of course, you'd have to start with Flipboard. Flipboard. We talk about Flipboard a lot, but that's because it deserves it. It is a great app. There would be no uh, Flipboard without an iPad because... Uh, well, you could well, do it on a all, phone, but the screen would be too small. I think anything that's going to be require the iPad has to be touch and has to really take advantage of the screen. Not right now. Not it wants right you now. to update. You know what that update is? It's a good one. Oprah. Well. It's all about Oprah. I've already updated for her, so there's another update now, I guess. There's another one? Well, yeah. It just, it just warned me. I haven't uh, updated in the last week. Flipboard is, well, you know, we, you couldn't use Flipboard anywhere else because it's only an iPad app, first of all. So, I mean, you really actually don't have a choice. It is by definition. But Flipboard is, and I, I actually have been uh, lazy about setting up my Flipboard on my iPad too because I still oh, use my original I, iPad somewhat regularly. Way, this is the long story. The add Oprah to your Flipboard front page that they added, which was the last update. Yes. <sighs> Very nice. No. No? But see, I filled it up. I've got, oh. Flipboard. You've done very well. I filled it up. I guess you only get two pages. The idea is for anyone who, who has an iPad and isn't using Flipboard is that you can customize your news reading. Some of the some of the containers, the squares, if you will, are somewhat set up for you. You know, you connect your Facebook account, you connect your Twitter account, you well, can connect Instagram. That was, to me, the thing that really put Flipboard on the top is it yeah. took your Twitter feed and made it into a magazine. By, it's beautiful. By yeah, and, pulling and, the content in that the tweet refers to. Right. Depending on what people tweet about, sometimes it's a small little representation within Flipboard. Sometimes it's a long article on Marco.org about Apple TVs. Right. Uh, and so on and so forth. You can also add RSS feeds, specific RSS feeds. You can follow certain um, Twitter lists. You know, if you want to read all about your tech influencers, you can follow Scobalizer's tech people and list. The thing that's fun is, yeah, you could subscribe to The Economist magazine or you follow their Twitter feed and you get almost all the same stuff. Right. And it's kind of its own magazine free. Yeah, and you, it gives you what feels like a little bit more control over things because you're within Flipboard for all of this stuff. So it's like a variety of magazines, people, content, Google Reader, all of that can be incorporated. And Flipboard has gotten a lot of attention. It has some competitors, but I still think it's... It is the app to beat as far well, as consumption goes. Uh, we're going to talk about my app cap is a competitor. Is it really? Yes. Another one. Yet another one. Interesting. Interesting. 
We also talked last week about uh, Jet Setter, which was just one example of apps that, you know, they're slow to, to, to start using the gyroscope to be able to look around in 3D. I thought that was very interesting. Very cool. Yeah. I mean, that is, again, not really something that the real estate on a smartphone would take advantage of. You know, the iPad has a nice big screen. Of course, it's not the only tablet. That's 10 inches. But it's got all the apps. I mean, the iOS uh, interface is, that's where, that's the beauty of it. That's where all their strength lies. You know, I guess this is pretty obvious, but there would be, without the uh, without the uh, iPad, there would be no uh, iBooks. Um, and I, I think that, uh, you know, or the Kindle Reader too, I guess. But I mean, this is a really gorgeous way uh, to look at books, uh, to read books. I actually use the Kindle more often, but... I think Apple did a nice job of making this feel like a reader. And I think the, you need the big screen. You could do a Kindle or iBooks on, a, on an iPhone, but it's who's going to read it. And you need the touch because it, it is an intimate experience. Um, Kindle isn't as gorgeous as, uh, as the uh, iBook store. But again, I think, and, and existed before the iPad, but I think the iPad really made this thing sing. I you know, friends of mine, I never actually did this because I can't read that much on an iPhone. Right. I can read a little bit, but I can't read too much. A whole article's kind of, it's too much for me. Friends of mine would, when they were stuck somewhere, they had some time to kill, would, would be reading their books on their iPhones using the Kindle app. And I thought, that looks like a nightmare. It would hurt my eyes. With the iPad, it solves a lot of those problems. I also think, Leo, we haven't mentioned What's perhaps Sarah? the most obvious yes. uh, part of the uh, iPad that, um, that everybody loves, and I mean, including me, and I've never really considered myself much of a gamer, is all the games. Yeah. The well, beautiful it is, it is, games. It is a remarkable that game. That run on the device. iPad. Here's a perfect example. This World of Goo game has been around for years on all platforms, but it's the most fun I've ever pl had playing it. Clearly is on the iPad. This this was a game waiting for the iPad to come out. It is the best game. I mean, well, I don't know. It's it's it's. I like it a lot, but it's it's perfect. It's perfect for iOS. Yeah, but it's too big for iPhone. You know, you really do need. Oh, am I going to make it? There they go, the little goose. They're so happy. <laughs> and then you get. I love you get the little flusher that says continue. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, I love. But but I mean, this is. That, you know, you've got the touch. You've got beautiful graphics. Obviously, some of the graphics on games are better than other games. But this is... It would be a waste to try to recreate this right. on a smaller interface. Right. It just, it just wouldn't work. And you were talking about even um, something as simple as Words with Friends. Right. On an iPhone, you've got little Scrabble pieces. You can barely see it. Well, this was... You know, it's funny. The, the thing I was waiting for with the iPad, the thing I was most excited about when I heard about the iPad and was praying would be released on the iPad is exactly that, is Word with Friends, which is a Scrabble, a network-based Scrabble game that I've been playing for a long time. See, I'm playing with my mom uh, right now. Now, this came out on the iPhone, and that's how I played it for the first six months or so. And I couldn't wait because I got so tired of trying to play this on a little device. It's perfect, perfectly sized, perfectly playable on the iPad, it's just it's just a natural. The little pieces seem to be perfectly sized yeah. for fingertips. Yeah. I don't know how you even did that on an iPhone. Well, they weren't the same size. It was hard. Yeah, you <laughs> hit it constantly hitting the wrong box. Right, that's annoying. So I have to say, this is this is an example of a game like World of Goo that was around but didn't come really come into its own, in my opinion. Uh, same thing with crossword puzzles. You could do crossword puzzles on the iPhone and other phones. But boy, they're sure great mm -hmm. on an iPad. Even chess is better uh, on an iPad. So um, Even I think there's some really cool games uh, that, that existed beforehand. There's one other category I, I would kind of throw in, and that's note-taking. Um, note-taking sometimes is the kind of thing that, you know, I use Paranote on the, uh, on the laptop. And certainly if you're doing a lot of typing, that's a better solution. But there are programs... For the iPad, I won't, I won't take any particular one. I use uh, one called, I think it's Auditorium. But they, let, they record the audio, mm -hmm. and then you could take occasional notes or drawings or pictures, and they attach themselves to that place in the audio. So when you play back the audio, you'll see that item that you typed in, or you click that item, and it will jump to that part in audio. That just seems to be a really good uh, uh, 
an application of this particular device. Well, especially if there's any sketching going on. Sketching, or exactly. Or using your finger to draw something I think for a student, or make notes. You know, one of the... One of the you know, disadvantages of laptops is that clickety clacking. I think in a lot of uh, college classrooms, they don't want the laptops because there's so much typing going on. Uh This is actually a pretty good device for a student to take notes on. Well, more closely mimics the way notes are taken. Yeah. You know, I mean, you sort of write something down and I think, and I know this is going to make me sound really old school, but for me, when I need to actually remember something, I have to write it out longhand. Right. That's just something that works for me. We're typing it's like I'm only half remembering because I type so much. There is something to be said about writing out a note here and there, especially if you're in school. Um, yeah, and, and then can, of course there are all the photography apps. Photography is a good example of something that the iPad really didn't make a lot of sense for since there wasn't a camera until now. Right, and but yet, even if you're going to be um, manipulating yeah, high-res photos yeah. on the iPhone, it's like, well, you know it's a good quality, but it's not really the same as seeing it in almost an 8x10, well, more like a 5x7. Maybe next um, week we could do note-taking apps because um, there's, there's half People a dozen great ones, apps. Maybe, maybe even more. We, we, note-taking apps seems to be one of those categories that we should revisit once every few months because they... They keep getting better. Yeah. And people keep wanting us to talk about the latest and the greatest. Yeah, let's do that next time. Although what we should do, because this is state of the pad. So, you know, as anyone who has followed um, historical state of the pads by former presidents of iPad today, it's not always good news. Right. There, are, There's the good. There's negatives. And then there's the bad. What's the negative on the iPad? Well, Leo, I'll tell you, one of the negatives is... The cameras are there for the iPad 2, but I never use them because they're not good. It's crap. They're bad cameras. It's a crappy camera. I take my iPad, um, I mean, I hold it under my arm quite a bit. I'm always taking it to the gym because I like reading my iPad when I'm at the gym and, you know, observing news and whatnot. And sometimes I'll pass something where it's like, oh, look, this tree is blossoming. How beautiful. And I think, eh, I don't want to take a picture because it's just this crappy camera I have on my iPad. Right. What's the use of a camera right. if you're always convincing yourself it's not worth taking a picture? Well, and I should point out that probably more than half of the people who have an iPad probably also have an iPhone in their pocket. And that's and a, a good camera. much better camera. Right. And they're much more likely to pull it out and much more likely to have it, frankly, because it is so much smaller. But there's no point in putting cameras on a device that are discouraged from use because someone might have an iPhone. Hey, by the way, the chat room reminded me, and I forgot to mention this, but their Moleskine app is now out for the uh, for the iPad, it's a note taking app oh. that duplicates a Moleskine tablet. Don't you love that? Yes. Uh, or a notebook, I guess. Isn't it Moleskine? No, it's Moleskine. Is it? Yeah. Oh man! <laughs> really? Yeah. Oh man! No it's one, actually it was a, the, no the one's guy? corrected me, or I think no, we're all nobody, saying because nobody knows how to say it right. Okay, good. Um, the the uh, story, which I think is completely apocryphal, is this this fella loved his notebook. He used to get these notebooks in France at Shakespeare and Company. He just loved them, and the company went out of business, and they stopped making it. And so he bought it and started making Moleskines. Uh, but um, I think you could be making this up. I wouldn't know the difference. Chat rooms like. I always thought it was moleskin. It's spelled moleskin. It's pronounced moleskin. That's okay. I like. I prefer moleskin. And there's no mole. That's more fun. No mole involved, no. as you well know. I always sort of wondered what why it was called. <laughs> why would that? they call it? It's that? just kind of gross. I think I got this from. Uh, I'm thinking I saw this in uh, Wikipedia, or maybe you know when you get a moleskin, mm-hmm. they have uh, it comes with this. When you get it, you you get a this inflated sense of self worth. Yes, exactly. <laughs> it's, I, I think it's apocryphal. Let me jot down my notes, yeah. Professor, yeah. in my Moleskine. Moleskine. I have many Moleskines, and I've never used one. No? No. Another gripe that I have, Leo, and this is getting a little nitpicky, and I don't know if what I'm asking or what I'm complaining about is fair, given the iOS limitations. But here's something that bothers me on a regular basis. Let's say I'm listening to music yeah. or video or whatever. And for whatever reason, so for example, I'll be listening to Pandora. Yeah. And Pandora, nicely, ever since, um, uh, I'm going to go ahead and not play this because it's public enemy and you never know what they're going to say. <laughs> well, we uh, it's a family-friendly show, okay? Yeah. But I listen to this when I'm at the gym because it helps me run. So I'm playing this. The song is playing in the background. And then I can, I can go ahead and switch into Flipboard or whatever. But if I switch into another app 
that has video or audio of its own, it will take over. It won't ask me, hey, we're know, about to squish off Pandora. No, Do you want that? No, you're right. Because usually I would rather, uh, and the Daily is a great example of this because the Daily app, every time that it, uh, every time you launch it, it launches with a little boom, 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 boom. Right. And as soon as that sound hits. Kills the sound and it doesn't come Pandora back. And I have to go and back, it doesn't come back and double click and play Pandora Shouldn't again. Happen. And that, there's see, a fighting with itself. I could see if you launched, thing. you know, Netflix and you wanted to watch a movie that you would kill Pandora, but not for a boom, boom, boom. I still feel, though, that I should either be able to make, uh, give my apps a hierarchy, almost like you do with Wi-Fi networks, uh, where you say, this guy's always, he's top dog, uh, you don't kill him, or if you do, you give me a notification and let me choose. Right. That's that's a gripe that I I find I'm it's it's coming into play more often than not. I'm trying to think of what gripes I have. Oh, you've got gripes. I have. I, I? I hear about them all the time. Now I don't remember any. Well, of Well, I guess one of your gripes is that it's not good for typing. Yeah. Well, it's just I don't think it even even though it obviously is being used for content creation. I don't think mm-hmm. it's an ideal content creation machine. It's it's ideal for consuming content and light. Very light, occasional note-taking con- content creation type of things. I guess my other um, uh, gripe about it, and I think that, in fact, like yours, this is the very nature of it, uh, is is that you can't access the file system. So every app has its own files, but they don't necessarily... Sh- you can't share them between apps unless it's explicitly set up that way. Right. So... Another reason, by the way, why I thought this wasn't a good content creation device. I know why they do it, and I agree with their reasoning behind it. It should be this way. That's what makes this so simple. That's why it's so popular. Right. But it does. It does. If you if you've got, for instance, I have downloaded three or four recording programs, audio recording programs, and you can't get the audio out of them. You know, uh, and that's frustrating. Or you mm-hmm. have to email it to yourself. That's absurd. It's like you have a bunch of little independent OSs on right. a single device. But that's one of the reasons it's, frankly, uh, secure mm-hmm. because everything's sandboxed and it's easy to use. Nobody, you know, if you ask a new user, in fact, I look at my wife, the way she uses a laptop, she doesn't know there's a file system at all. She saves everything on the desktop. <laughs> and, and most users, that's how they are. Sometimes I do, I mean, for certain things, I'll just dump it to the desktop as well. So I think that 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 was smart. Now, what about printing? Do you think that's a negative? Well, we talked about printing a couple weeks ago. Uh, There are definitely ways around AirPrint. But you have to work around it. Yes. You have to download additional apps because AirPrint uh, for right now only works with, oh, I don't know, 12 or so HP printers. So not even the whole HP line. Let's face it. they may, the, the idea of the iPad is you don't have to know anything. You don't have to be a computer user. Right. And yet, so many people want to print that they've actually made it so hard to print that that's, you have to be more geeky to figure out how to print. That's right. Especially since some apps have printing options enabled because right. they assume that people we'll have will figure out up. the way or you know down the road when Apple opens it up to other, to other printing applications. So I almost wish that you just couldn't print. They just leave that out. I don't know. I'd rather be able to print in a clunky way than not to be able to print at all. Well, then, okay, then you need to build printing in globally and do it right. Yeah, I, that's true. I think that it's, well, it's not the first time that Apple said, it's coming soon, and then it never came, kind of like the, you know, white iPhone for it. But but uh, when I think AirPrint that Steve Jobs initially... thought nobody will ever want to print, the whole idea of this really? is post paper. So he's just sort of as an afterthought throughout. If you want to, here's some H- HP they, models that'll work. I think they work. realized what happened is they realized people did want to print and they kind of quickly cobbled together a solution. I think that we've, we've talked about this in the past that in a perfect world, you don't have to print anything. Printing right. is somewhat well, archaic, but it does come up. People do need to print sometimes. But photos, for example, I need to print out my beautiful photo if I want to put it in a frame and hang it on my wall. Right. And if I've got a beautiful photo file on my iPad, I don't want to send it somewhere else first. Right. I want to go straight to my printer. So there you have it. Do you have, I'll tell you what, let's take a break and then I want to come back. All right. And ask you, after now using this for a year. Yes. What your favorite iPad tips are, your insights, your, your the things, I know one of them <laughs> that you've learned in the past year. You do? That yes, you would like to share with us. I do? Yeah, I'll tell you the one that is yours. Oh, please do. You just, just tell me and I'll say it. Okay. Okay. No idea what he's talking about. You can't hear that either. We don't have ESP. 
We're working on it. <laughs> We're trying. I want to tell everybody about the folks at Citrix who have made your iPad productive. They've solved a lot of the things we just discussed with the iPad app for Go to My PC. Now, you know what Go to My PC is? It's remote access. So you put Go to My PC on your office computer, and then anywhere you go, wherever you can get online, you log on to go to mypc.com, and there's your office computer. You can see the screen, you can run programs, send and receive email, drag and drop files from one to the other. I mean, it, it really is remote access to your computer, Mac or PC from anywhere. But then they add the, Mac, the iPad capability, and suddenly your iPad is running Windows. Your iPad is running Macintosh. That's awesome. That's uh, literally awesome. And it fr- suddenly makes the iPad actually a productivity tool. I want you to try it absolutely free today. The, the Go to My PC iPad app is free. Uh, and you can set up Go to My PC on the computer you want to access. Usually that's your office computer. In just a minute or two by going to go to mypc.com and using the promo code TWIT. Go to mypc.com, offer code T-W-I-T, 30 days free. Now, wherever you go, you, you, you whip out your iPad. People will be amazed when they see you clicking the start menu on your iPad. <laughs> it is truly a thing of wonder and a joy forever. Go to mypc.com, use the offer code TWIT, and try it today. Just one more great reason to love Citrix and go to my PC. All right, you want me to tell you your favorite tip? Yes. Because you use it all the time. I do. What is it? Using your smart cover oh, as a that, screen cleaner. That it's so obvious. I forgot. You yeah. love that. So I do. You're right. So um, before the show, I cleaned off my iPad. She's all messing nice. up her iPad. She's putting. All and now of... I'm getting it all fingerprinted. Here, now I shall hand you the smart cover. But I have my own, Leo. I don't need yours. Oh, okay. I simply, I simply <laughs> unattach my it smart actually cover. Works. That's the funny thing. Yeah. It cleans it perfectly. And I ate a bunch of potato chips before the show. You saw me just, doing it. Just so that she could do this. Well, no, just because I, I really like potato chips. I never thought I would, but those kettle chips, man. I never thought chip. I would. No, I used to not like potato <laughs> I chips. never thought I would like potato chips. I never chips. thought I would like junk food, yet I do, And then strangely. along comes kettle chips. Do you like the vinegar and sea I salt? I like them all. You like the I like pepper? barbecue, even. No, no. I do. I, you know, mouth just covered in orange. Oh, no shame. Don't eat that. How do they get that? You're flavor? the one giving them to me. It's I am the only at work when I eat kettle chips. We supply them. Yes, Leo. <laughs> I'm yes. a pusher. I'm you a are. kettle chip pusher. Yeah. You mock no, me, but you're my we dealer. We don't pay our employees, but they can eat all the potato chips. They can stuff into their little that mouths. That is a great tip. You're right. I love that. And that wasn't. That's not something I discovered on my own. A viewer had had let us know about that. So thank you so much. You know what else? I recently. Um, well, it's not. It's not so much that I discovered it, but I had been dragging my feet about. Um, Transferring my 3G account from the first gen iPad. It looks so thick. Doesn't it? <laughs> I held it today and I was like, hello, dinosaur. It feels so thick. It, it does. I mean, it feels almost like hollow. I mean, like, let's be what's honest. in there? Functionally, it's no different. No. But it feels so thick. Yeah. It's amazing, too, how quickly you get used to the newer model right. and then you're like, ah, this old, it's like now, brontosaurus pad. Don't you think Apple. In fact, I can tell you for sure. Apple knew how to make this yeah. that thin. And they said, let's do it next generations because you want to sell something. So that people will be all impressed? Yeah. Well, in any case. Because they, they did that with a MacBook Air three years ago. Mm-hmm. The little bezeling and the thinness. They knew how to do that. They said, next one. But they made a kind of crappy air that didn't, you couldn't handle a lot of stuff. So yeah, some it people was, bought it. It was thin and bezeled. It, right. Oh, you saying but it wasn't powerful, saying, right? The way that it is so now. Then they released another one. Yeah, so it's clever. Same idea. It's a profit thing. Uh, in any case, a lot of folks have wondered. Well, wait a second. So if I've got this unlimited data plan, which I do, on my on my first gen iPad, and I get the second gen iPad, well, what's the process? How do I get my contract onto the new iPad? Do I have to call somebody? Do I have to go to the Apple Store? Well, I, I actually was wondering this. Yeah. I don't know how to do this. So the deal is is that if you, obviously the first gen iPad, you, you would only have been able to have a contract through AT&T. Um, now with iPad 2, you may have a contract with Verizon. That's a little bit more complicated because Verizon doesn't actually use SIM cards. AT&T does. Right. Verizon is uh, CDMA. There's no... Uh, so there's no SIM in their phones no or their slot. iPads. Where's your slot? In is my... The top? In the new guy? Yeah. So the side, right? The slot is... Uh, where's the slot? 
It is on, yeah, it's on the top left. So, okay. Yeah. So it's not in the same place. Is that, is that this? No, that's the on-off no, button. No, it's is this. This is a Verizon top, one. I don't, I don't have that. Yeah, you don't have it at all because no. you don't have a SIM card. No SIM card. So I don't know the answer for Verizon. I, I think it's I think it's just you, you got to call. Probably it involves a call to AT&T and a call to Verizon. But if you're going AT&T to AT&T, all you have to do is swap the SIM cards. I did it myself this morning and Was it, it took about five minutes. Yeah, all you have to do. Apple used to give you a tool to do that, you know. Well, they're, they're, they still they're do. Little, they still do the oh, SIM yeah. card removal tool? Oh, yeah. yeah, yeah. It looks like a little, like a prettier paper clip. It's made what, of liquid metal. What you do beforehand, just to make sure that you're not going to screw anything up, is if you go into settings and then you go into cellular data, you want to do this on obviously both iPads before you get started. If you turn off cellular data... On both iPads. Okay. And then you turn off fully both iPads. Like you don't you just press and hold. Yeah, you don't put it to sleep. You turn it off. Slide to right? power off. Power off. At that point, you know, I'm not gonna turn the power off right now, but you guys get you get my drift. At that point, you use your tool uh, that Apple provided you in your iPad box or a paper clip that you just unhook. You just need a little or a pin or something like that. And then you pop out both SIM cards. You gotta be careful about it. They'll pop out in a tray. Mm-hmm. And then you just swap the SIM cards. The trays are of different sizes, so you can't actually swap the trays. You have to take out but the, the cards little are SIM compatible. cards. They're the same cards. Okay. Yeah, well, the same size anyway. Pop them back in um, to each iPad. Fire up your iPad again. Go back into cellular data. Turn your cellular data on. There's also a little SIM pin area, and you go like, ooh, is that neat? But that actually just allows you to... Um, Lock it. Yeah, exactly. So this yeah. isn't... It won't work for these purposes. But once you turn on your cellular data, I have heard a few reports that um, you ha- uh, it might say, need to reconnect to iTunes to verify. But I didn't have that issue. Just worked. So there you have it. That was easy. You want my tip? Yes. I think we mentioned this before. Uh, when you are looking for an app... As you tend to do. As you tend to do. As an iPad user. Especially if they're buried in the folders. Mm -hmm. Just press your home button a couple of times and go to, it's just to the left of your home page, the search. And you can search for apps as well as everything else. So I find I launch apps this way a lot. Now, there's one additional feature to this uh, tip. I guess I'm pressing the uh, headphone button here. That's right, yeah. There's one additional feature to this tip that you might want to do is is go into the spotlight settings in your general settings, and you can reorder the things that are revealed in a search, and you might want to take applications and drag it up to the top. It's oh, my usually gosh. In the second. You're teaching me something. So by doing that, because this is where the results, the order of the results will show up. Oh, my gosh. And instead of always showing, you know, my friend Flipboard, it'll show the application Flipboard. So you can rearrange these. You can even uncheck them if you say, I don't really want to see podcasts, music, or videos in my searches or audiobooks or notes. You know what I never want to see is, like, strings from emails. Well, I would take that it. right out. Uncheck I would. emails. I will. You might leave contacts in because then, you know, if you're looking for a person, you can find it. Uh, just check those three, and you can reorder them by dragging on the left. And then that way, this search becomes even more useful because now when you search for Flip, the first thing you'll find, of course, is the application. By the way, notice at the bottom, and I love this, search web or search Wikipedia. Uh, that's a great way to kind of add to that search. So that's always there. Whoops. I, could, I can't believe. That's such a duh tip. I, did, I never knew. Well, and I th- I feel like I spend a lot of time in settings trying to find little secret. It's things. It's hard to find tips on the uh, on the iPad because it's all kind of there and obvious. Right. No tip is that easy, uh, or I mean, is that difficult to find? So, so. Yeah, there are not a lot of hidden tips. There's not a lot of hidden magic in there. Well, my goodness, you found one. Yes, I did. Unreal. You know and what? You know. You know. I I don't have to. This is my other favorite one. What? Uh, in this requires in order to do this, you have to have Xcode installed. Um, if you've installed Xcode. Uh, um, from your disk, you, you can use that, or you can download it for five dollars from the App Store, and then you go into S- Xcode and you kind of register. I could put the, the details in the show notes, but you register your iPad as a device, and then you t- then you'll have this new feature in your settings that you don't have already. If you look here where there's the auto lock, you'll also see. Uh, I'm sorry, where the lock rotation is, you'll also see right below it multitasking gestures 
Use four or five fingers to pinch to the home screen, swipe up to reveal the multitasking bar, or swipe left and right between apps. So if I do this, ooh, whoops. that was that was messy. That's just, pretty. That's cool, huh? Oh yeah. Or I do this, four fingers. See that? Like that? Mm-hmm. Or do this. How do you like that? I like it. Or you can swipe between apps if you've got a bunch of apps running. You go. Oh, I guess I can't do it here. I have to do it anyway. Play you know, that's it. one of the things that people are trying to get used to in OS Lion is going the is same the direction. Gestures, at, yeah. Because right now it's actually backwards. See that? As the swipe, way that you would do it on a laptop or on a computer. That's really nice. Isn't that weird? It is. It takes a little getting used to. And then this is really, that's the one I use all the time. That's the one I. Oh, yeah. Because it, instead of hitting the home button, you can do it. And it's, it doesn't make that sound. Right. You don't have to register that, your iPad. That you awful cancel, silent click of the home button. <laughs> <laughs> no, this. Uh-huh. Oh. That sound. Your sound. I made a sound. That, those are just your extra sound effects. Sound effects In not case included. you were confused, that was just Leo's mouth. <laughs> but if you want, I'll come over to your house and do that. Yeah. No, I, I think that would be really nice. That would be really nice. Do you want to... Do do you want to see something I do. pretty amazing? Can you show me now? Yes. Um, but you have to play it. It's a YouTube video. I'll do it. You should. And then um, we'll play the YouTube video and then we'll talk about how they did it. I love this. Actually, I think Dick DiBartolo did this on the uh, Oh, he did? Gizwiz, yeah. It's really cool. It's pretty cool. How do they do that? He's got a mechanical typewriter, like a royal old, old-fashioned typewriter with an iPad in the carriage. Look. Is that the greatest thing you ever saw? That so is awesome. If you go to usbtypewriter.com, there's this whole explanation on how it works, and you have to actually modify an older typewriter. But it's not that hard. In fact, they sell um, a kit. Yeah, exactly. You buy a kit. I think the kit is about $75. And then um, the guy who created this is uh, has an Etsy store right. where he sells the kit and then he sells a variety of these beautiful retro typewriters. They are not cheap. I mean, they run you quite a bit of money. Well, because he's got to get the typewriter first, Right, exactly. Right? But it doesn't even, it's not even limited Look to uh, an great? iPad. You could use it with a computer. You can, of course, use it with actual paper well, when you want to. Because it's a USB to. typewriter. Yeah. I mean, it's a keyboard. Yeah. Yeah. I love it. I like By the it. way, thanks like to uh, Spaceman on Twitter who gave us When you hit the carriage return. It yeah. goes to the next line. Isn't that great? I just thought that was cool. I I I will not buy this because I don't have you don't, you don't such think you a need. Use this? No. But I really, really like the concept. I think it's just awesome that people are creative. Yeah, see, I mean look at him on it. It's just ridiculous. You know, isn't that's it? good for carpal tunnel. It is, yeah. yes. That yeah. and being a grocery clerk. <laughs> So thank you for that tip. Yes, thank you, Rob slash Spaceman1. We always like tips. Uh, before we get into some of our viewer feedback, we even have some voicemails today. Woohoo! Woo uh, we always have voicemails, but sometimes they're a little bit long, but we should tell people how much we love Squarespace. We do love Squarespace. Uh, Squarespace is the secret behind exceptional websites. I invite you to go to squarespace.com slash iPad today. I know that's a lot to type, but if you have a USB typewriter, it'll sound then it'll cool be just when you go there. Fine. When you get to Squarespace, you'll see uh, a number of things. Let me give you a tour of the tour, okay. shall I? Yeah. First of all, this big green button. Try it free. No credit card needed. All you have to do is go there and sign up. You'll need to know your name of your site, of course. Give it a password. The email address is only used for password notifications to let you know when the two weeks is up. And then there's a little CAPTCHA to keep robots from doing it. Now you have a site that has all of the features of Squarespace, including the ability to use an iPad to post, moderate, delete spam, check stats. Oh, did I say stats? Mm -hmm. Some of the best stats you've ever seen on a website, which tell you a lot about who's visiting your site, uh, all sorts of cool features for SEO, including where they course, came from, automatic who's a site good, who's a big yep. referral. This is really a great uh, tool. You use this. This is Sarah Lane Rocks uses absolutely. Yeah. yeah, photo galleries, forms, and forums. I have to say that carefully so you know the distinction. Uh, it is just a wonderful site, and and every Squarespace site is unique. Go to Sarah Lane's blog. Go to which is sarahlane.com, right? Yeah. 
with an H. S-A-R-A-H. Yes. yes. Uh, there will be no ballerina pics at my site. No. You'd Guaranteed. You'd think all the people going to surlane.com would have realized we're not the same person. But you would think. You would think. We also have our own uh, Squarespace uh, blog. Our inside.twit.tv blog uh, is a Squarespace blog. And this is what I really like about Squarespace. Everything is unique. See, we're using the Flickr widget. Mm-hmm. There's Twitter widgets. There's Flickr widgets. And that's not even something that anyone had to code no. or design. No, you just so drop easy. it in. Kevin Pollock's using it for his uh, show, the Kevin Pollock show. I want you to try it free right now. Squarespace.com. <laughs> See how pretty this is? It is. They, they all end up looking very unique, although... To build a Squarespace site is very simple, simple. but simple. you can customize it if you want to go that route. Yeah, they don't, you know, have oh, that yeah. kind of like, oh, these are all under the same. Well, you Squarespace had somebody do thing. that, right? You had the, them take CSS and update it. And everything. Kristen, who works at Squarespace, who's an amazing designer, um, I gave her an idea, and she said, "What do you think?" And I went, "I love it." Yeah. So, yeah, I mean, people, who, if if you've got access to somebody with a lot of design skills, they will love Squarespace because it's so it's good for for folks who know what they're doing. But for someone like me, um, I can update the blog that was put together. Uh, effortlessly. I never have to go into code that I didn't write that I don't understand and try to fix problems. It just works. Anthony Anthony, uh, Casalena, who's the uh, founder, he started this when he was a student at the University of Maryland. And uh, it was because, you know, it's scratching their own itch. They they designed this because they needed it. And uh, boy, they're doing a great job. And these are all the great Squarespace people located in beautiful New York City. They've got some awesome offices, so I hear. I have yes. not visited them. Their but new offices uh, are they, supposed to be amazing. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So give it a try. Squarespace.com slash iPad today. I think you will love it. We thank them for supporting iPad today. I think so too. Before yes. we get into our voicemails, um, just a quick email. Uh, Mark Gray, who's the founder and CEO of Squirrel, wrote us. To Squirrel. Set- to say, uh, because I was, I, I, I hope I wasn't too harsh when we were talking about social video apps uh, last Thursday. But I did say that I had some issues with Squirrel. There was an auto-tweet issue that kind of grinded my gears a little bit. And there were some inconsistencies within the app that I thought um, needed to be ironed out before I would become a regular Squirrel user. And he was really nice and wrote a really long email to say thanks wow, for talking about great. it. That's really great. And uh, wanted to just, you know, he said, in fact, exactly what he said, uh, it's not always easy for our team to hear criticism, but we appreciate open and honest feedback. We're listening. We're listening to all our users in the pursuit to make the best video curation and viewing experience possible. We plan to launch a new release in the coming weeks. It would be sooner, but of course, Apple tends to take at least seven days to approve new versions that addresses some of the issues that you mentioned, in particular, the ability to edit your tweet or post to Facebook and some streamlining of the UI, especially around the browsing and collecting of content. And he goes on to to kind of say, listen, you may have jumped the gun a little bit. We're, we're working on it and we just want you to know it's not like we're not constantly evolving the app, but at the same time, we're... We're cool folks, and and we we appreciate your honesty. So, I like that. Thanks, Mark. I, I appreciate that feedback. 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 And feedback, we are Facebook. a startup too. We understand. Absolutely. We're in beta, perpetual beta. Absolutely. And yeah, I, I think it's it's very easy to um and and I see this in the app store all the time where it's obvious that someone's written a negative review and written off an app. And apps get a lot better. Sometimes their first iteration, for whatever reason, is not um the amazing app that it might be in just a couple months time or, or a couple um, uh, versions ahead. So that's important to remember. And Mark, I really appreciate you reaching out to us and um, I wish you all the best with squirrel. Oh, this voicemail's not working. Oh, you got to sign into our account. So I should have told you that we have voicemails, but you have to be signed in to Google voice. Is it all lowercase? Uh, yeah. Do you remember what the, yeah, I just can't remember the year. Last year. No. Oh, is it boy? Mm-hmm. I left out boy. 
Because you're a girl. A boy from last girl. year. Because you're a girl. What could that password be? <laughs> <laughs> the funny thing is, is that you guys will never guess it, so I'm not worried about making uh, jokes about I, it. I wouldn't say well, that. Well, so I... Glibly. Well, you're right. Don't you're ask right. for trouble. I don't want any trouble. Don't write a check you can't cash. I don't want any trouble. You're Here's, right. Here is a voicemail from Colorado Springs. Yes, Hey, Leo and Sarah. I called this recently, and I called you Leah by combining your He did, actually. Accent. He called once and, and called us Leah and laughed and hung up. My iPad is I've noticing some Wi-Fi connectivity issues. Every about five minutes or so, if I haven't been using the Internet, my iPad 2 thinks it's all right to just stop being connected to Wi-Fi. Yep. If I'm constantly streaming content, this isn't an issue. So it seems like as long as it's uh, constantly streaming, the Wi-Fi will stay connected. But it's, I feel like it's timing out. And I want to know if this is a hardware issue, but it feels like a software issue. And if Apple has addressed this or if they're going to be releasing a firmware upgrade that will fix the problem. All right. Thank you. Bye. This has been a problem since day one on the iPad. So is it because it's looking for, it's 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 reading multiple Wi-Fi networks and switching in between? It probably is something like that. And it definitely has, uh, it's related to the strength of the network. So I never have a problem with this when I'm uh, near my base station. Mm-hmm. But when I'm not getting full strength, you know, when I'm getting one bar or, or, you know, it's a little iffy, that's when it seems to happen a lot more. This is a... I, I would say a known problem with the iPad. I thought it might get better with the iPad 2 uh, or maybe with iOS updates. Um, I haven't noticed one way or the other on the iPad 2. I haven't had it that long. Um, and he doesn't say whether he's using a 1 or 2. Oh, he says it's a 2. He says it's a 2. So I guess it didn't get better. But I think this is a known kind of connectivity issue. Having something to do a little bit with the issues that Wi-Fi in general has with dropping signals well i guess what he could do is if there was just if if he knew that he only wanted to be connected to a certain network in a range where there would be multiple networks picked up he could forget you could go into your wi-fi settings yeah if anyone's not familiar with what we're talking about if you go into your settings your wi-fi settings here so i'm using toothpick bird and let's say that it's always trying to connect me to two wire fifty nine. Well, I can't actually do that because yeah, you can't press it, the right arrow, the right arrow over there. Nope, you don't need a password. The right arrow. Cancel. Cancel. And if you go all oh, the way to the right, you're you right, you're press right, you're right. that. Yeah. So if I if let's say it's a little, you know why I know that because I always do what you just did. Really? You, it's very tricky. You got to hit that arrow just right. So yeah. for example, well, why is it not telling me now? There's no forget. For, there's no forget. That's weird. Oh, Maybe. you know why? <laughs> because I was um. I was uh, really frustrated the other day because it it, it was doing this exact thing, and so, so I've trying... actually forgotten all of these networks already. Oh, they're already forgotten. If you haven't, <laughs> if you haven't done, if you, if you don't know what I'm talking about, and you and you hit the right arrow, and you see all the stuff that you don't necessarily need up at the top, there'll be a forget this. There network. will be a forget this network, and it's a button that you push, and then it'll just stop trying to connect unless you. That's you, a good idea. You manually go in and connect again. Another solution that, that does help, help sometimes is going into your base unit and changing the channel that it uses. Um, just a different channel sometimes helps. There's Wi-Fi is a little tricky, and these things happen also on desktops, so I'm not yeah. sure it's an iPad-only issue. Although we had heard early on that there were, this seemed to happen more often with iPads, and we know there was an issue with the way it, it handled DHCP leases. So I have noticed, um, and this happens with my iPhone too, there are places that I've connected to Wi-Fi in the past, like a coffee shop, right. and it'll pull in the Wi-Fi as I'm walking by on the street, <laughs> and I'm sort of like, what That's is going what on? Yeah. yeah, and, and it drops so whatever I'm doing, so it's a little clunky. It's good hygiene to forget then. Yes, yes, it is. You, you just It's like, it's like uh, Facebook apps. You know, yeah. If you're not using them, Turn get them rid off. of them. Yep. You don't want all that... Junk. It's like a closet full of junk. Want to remind you guys that uh, you can get a hold of us a variety of different ways. Our email address is iPadToday at twit.tv. You can leave us a voicemail as Anonymous from Colorado did. The number is 757-504-IPAD. Or you can always send us a video. We like to feature videos as much as possible. Just uh, try to keep it to 30 seconds or less if possible. Upload it somewhere and send us the link. YouTube, Vimeo, whatever. Um, so that we don't have to download the uh, the video. And we love to hear from you. You help us make the show every week, so we thank you so much. Mm. So I was wondering what Jennifer was watching at home right now. <laughs> I, I was just uh, actually checking. 
Now, how would we know something like that? How would we be able to spy on your poor, unsuspecting wife? It's really without kind of some sort of a hidden it? camera. Yeah. Well, I just use my Sling Player, the Sling Player Mobile, on the iPad. You know what the Sling Box is? I know. Oh, I have to turn on the TV. Can you do that from the Sling Player? Yeah. Now that's magic. Yeah. So you see the receiver is currently off. Press select to watch. Will the TV in your living room actually turn on, or will it just be pulling the information from the cable well, box, that's the I thing. wonder? No, the TV doesn't turn on. Because that dish would scare is, someone. Yeah, if the dish is turned off, which apparently it is, she might be doing this to drive me crazy. I think that's I probably true. I think it was, true. it was only a matter of time. Before, before she said, <laughs> your sponsor's ruining my day. So I, I can switch around to different things here. But the point being, if you get the Slingbox, you should go to slingbox.com and find out all about it. You connect it up to your TV system, to your DVR, your satellite, uh, your cable box, whatever set-top boxes you have, even your DVD player. Now you hook that other end up to the Internet. Now you're set. That's all you have to do. From now on, wherever you go on the Internet, you can watch your home TV system, all of those devices, over the Internet. You log in. There's a password, so only you can use it, uh, and you can. And it, the quality is great, actually. If I, could, I'm afraid. Unfortunately, my iPad's like at down a three percent battery. I'm trying to save it. Oh, so nice. I'll leave it off. Yeah. But uh, the idea is go to Slingbox.com, find out where there's a, a Slingbox dealer near you. You can get it on at Best Buy. I think that's that's what it says here, and Amazon. Mm-hmm. Best Buy and Amazon. So you can mail order it, or you can go pick it up. Set it up, hook it up. Now go out on the road. They've got a great iPad app, an iPhone app, an Android app, and you can watch your TV. You can watch it at the ball game. You can watch it in line. It's just one more thing that makes your, to me, in many ways, the iPad is a personal television. I think that's a lot of what I use the iPad for. If you were if you were weird, you could take it to Maui and watch all of the shows that you would normally watch at home as if you had never left. Are you going to do that? No. I think that that would be not a very good use of my vacation. Well, but I could but tell you But if you, you wanted you might, to, you could. Yeah, I could tell you why you might want to do that. Maybe if I was there for work. Yeah, exactly. Um, or just maybe there's a like something coming up that you uh, the lo- a ball game that isn't going to be broadcast in Hawaii that you'd like to see. William and Kate's wedding, perhaps. Right. Exactly. Yeah, the wedding, the royal wedding. Or, I mean, we all make fun of it, but I think we're all going to be watching. I tell you, the quality. This is a high def image coming over the internet. From my system, uh, using Slingbox, the Slingbox mobile player. I mean, it looks amazing. good. Isn't it great? Yeah. On your computer, on your laptop, on your smartphone, and now on your iPad, too, the Sling Player mobile. Murder I, in Mexico. Yeah. Oh, dear. It's good it wasn't Hawaii. Yeah, it sure is. <laughs> yeah, I'm hoping for something a little bit tamer. I, I just love it. I took I, I, the power on switch. That's all I had to do, by the way. Channel changing. Everything. Everything you can do at home. You could do on your. You're holding box. a remote. You got and the up. TV. Yeah, volume up, volume down. It's all there. Mute format. I love it, and the and the high def picture is fantastic. Slingbox, check it out. Slingbox.com and get it at Best Buy and Amazon. Okay, we love save them. my battery. Save my battery. Okay. So I mentioned earlier in the show that I wanted to save millions of frogs. You may not recall. Are you missing something, young lady? Yes, I am. It's time for. Our app cap awards. <laughs> I've gone Maui. Can you tell? I think you should wear that in Hawaii. Like, and I'm going to wear this, this in Hawaii. My, this is my grass skirt, Leo. It is. This right here. If you just had a coconut bra, you'd be set. Right. I mean, what says Hawaii more than this? <laughs> a plaid shirt and a Mad Hatter hat with the Twit logo on it. This kind of actually is more of like a Jamiroquai type hat. It is. Yeah. I feel like I should be, you know, gliding yeah. on... On a, and a this floor. is like a Tony Soprano hat. It, if Tony uh, Soprano were gay. And wore red velvet. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think that's a Tony Soprano hat at all. You know? It, no, it's more of a... I don't it's know like what a, that it's is. It's like a red leprechaun. It, it's, that's it's what like, I am. You would be on like a, like a, a leprechaun candy from the box Soviet of Union. some kind. Yeah, I'm a like, Soviet you'd leprechaun. You'd be like, try Leo's mints. And I like it too. <laughs> There's the Irish. That's it, yeah. Yep. So, okay. You're going to save some frogs. Now, we have to explain. Sarah Lane is a big-hearted woman. That's right. She doesn't like any any living creature to suffer. Except fish, because I like sushi. (laughs) No, it's not. Oh, okay. Yeah. No, you're right. I just, I like to, 
I hate to be like, oh, Suffer! you know, I'm Fish. like number one animal advocate because no. it's not. It, but let me ask you something. I'm not a perfect person. Were you the kid that in high school, when it was time to dissect frogs, got the note from mom that said you were, you know, you didn't have to do that? Well, it was actually junior high. And no, I didn't because I felt uncomfortable. And so I ended up participating in the frog dissection and I cried through the whole thing. Oh, Sarah. And I was, yeah, it was really traumatic. I mean, it was, it was a, it was a horrible experience and I had no option because, well, I probably did have an option, but I mean, you know, I wanted to get a good grade and, and right. not make a big deal out of things. You're a good student. You're a good kid. Yeah. So, so this, here's this is my, act- here's my solution to yes. all the teachers who have to, um, we, we have talk about anatomy in biology class. I don't know if it's high school or junior high or what year people are doing frog dissections uh, these days. But here's a way to keep the frogs alive and not have to kill a bunch of frogs. Because This is frogs- actually so good that Sarah fainted when she first used it. It's right. That's right. Yeah. I thought it was. <laughs> is that a real frog in my iPad? <gasps> no. <gasps> for, for $4. And of course, you know, this is obviously a classroom that would have to have a bunch of iPad apps or at least a few that people could be sharing. But it's pretty much the equivalent. I pick my scalpel. Oh, no. No. Whoops. Oh, I have So you to... actually secretly enjoy this, don't you? I don't. You haven't pinned oh. him down oh, yet. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. You're right. So I take my pins. I pin down my poor frog. Jesus. I mean, I think this is still kind of gross, but it's so it's much better real. than doing this to a real frog. I'm right. telling you. Right. So I pin him down and I mark him up. Wow. This is how I'm going to hurt him. Wow. This way, I'm obviously very not very good at this. Nope, you got one more across oh. the belly there. Yeah, there you go. And then I snip him. No, I think you uh, scalpel. Oh, I got a snip. You sure? Yeah. See? You gotta go sideways, too. Oh, well, you guys get the idea. This is disgusting. I know, it's pretty gross. And then you flap it. Yeah, and then I, don't think I they start should, pulling I really don't out. think they should do this in junior high school, actually. I guess this you is learned when I did it. I did it too. Yeah. And so on and so forth. I mean, it gets really gross. And by the way, its heart is still beating. See that? That That's not true. Yeah, it has to. Otherwise, you can't give it adrenaline. And um, Really? Yeah. I'm actually kind of getting into this. Yeah, see, that's I, I, we- I weirdly have like, gotten interested. it's not interested. real, so it's okay. Well, I, you know, I don't want to get us banned from YouTube or anything. For right. So Frog violence. Anyway, the idea is... Do it on the iPad and save a real frog because the whole thing is really archaic and really sad. And I know that there's no that there's no substitute for the real thing. Yeah, this is a good substitute. But for kids, I think especially, this is fine. you know, it's like if you're actually going to go into the field of biology and you're going to be, you know, interested in anatomy and, and what's under the hood, you, you'll have your opportunity to do this. But when it's like a required course that a lot of people have to just get through... There's just no reason for the waste. There's no, no reason for the frog You'll learn waste. just as much doing this. This is uh, PETA gave this their award for uh, the Mark Twain Ethical Science Award. Uh, best science app for 2010. Sunday Times best uh, app across all devices list. So yes. This is a big award winner. I think you're right. I think that's great. And I don't think you need to hurt a frog. No. It's $4. $4. Let's change our ways. Let's change Down our ways, Down with frog dissection. By the way, there's another, uh, the same folks who do the frog dissection, um, there's a, there's, I think they have like a bird dissection or some other animal that, that, that comes up as well. So I think that if they can just sort of roll out dissections for all living creatures. Pretty soon we could do all the surgery that way. We should just, you know. Well, you know, humans. Humans just do it on their iPads. Like, I have no desire to Fix watch them via any, their iPads. any, you know, um, yeah. autopsy, but I would kind of play around within an app better than Operation the Game. It is. I hated that game. All right, so what's your app cap, Leo? My app cap comes from a, a Twitter uh, follow-y. Does that, does that make sense? Yes. Somebody who follows me on well, Twitter? You're the follow They're the follower. Right. Yes. Yes. And we were talking, I think, uh, about Flipboard, and we were talking about Pulse, and he said, you know what I like better than Flipboard or Pulse is something called, or Zite, which we also talked about, mm-hmm. something called, I'd never heard of it, Tap. Tap T A P T U. Very similar to Pulse. If you look at the layout, oh yeah, it's the same scrolling thing. Although I love this on the right, the uh, the tiles rearrange as you scroll through them. Uh, it has uh, some interesting abilities. 
that I think might make this more desirable. Uh, you know, Pulse, when you read uh, the tweet, opens it up on the right. This opens it up below, and it gives you some interesting informa additional information about the tweet. You can follow Twitter or Facebook. I like this because it puts the, the Twitter pictures of who you're following on here. Um, it has a pretty good selection if you look at the add button of suggested. These are all the suggested or featured uh, feeds. There's also by topic, and it will take your Google Reader as well. But here's there's a couple of features I, I particularly like. If you, um, let's see, not, not go into the settings. If you go into, close that, thank you, edit, uh, you can not only rearrange these tiles, but you can bring them together. So, for instance, if I want, I can drag technology news into breaking news. It's kind of like a folder and make my own hybrid feed. I'll see all the sources on the left here and I can unmerge sources I don't want to have. I can give a feed a different color so I know what it looks like. And I can rearrange the feeds as well. Unlike uh, Pulse, which has many pages, this has a single page. But I think they've done a nice job. Also, when you, uh, uh, if you turn it on, when you um, use Pulse to favorite something, it will add it to a saved feed down here. So it's kind of a little bit like an Instapaper uh, feed. So um, I, I how to get an A on your final paper. I want to send this to my daughter, Abby. I can email it. I can also tweet it. And I can add it to Facebook. It seems like all of the apps now have to have a really good bookmarking or saving or I read agree. later type of a feature because we all need that. Because we can't read it all at once. So it's a good thing. This is really great for scanning a lot of news and then uh, going back, saving it if you wish by just starring it and go back and, and open, uh, open it again. So I have to say I th I'm pretty happy with this. I think it's, it, they do a nice job. It's very easy to scan with these tiles. Again, very pulse-like. Uh, you see they have the left arrow and the right arrow, so I can move back and forth. Um, I think uh, I think just something to worth looking at. This is free, of course. T-A-P-T-U. And uh, I think I have to find his name, and I don't have it right up to hand. But I thank the fella who told me about... Thanks, fella. To fella. Thanks. I appreciate kind it. Kind sir. Too many people... Scholar. Tweet. Gentlemen, there are our app picks, and there is our state of the pad. State of the pad, Leo. This was fun. Year I can't one. wait to do it again next year. The second annual, it will be. Well, let's get some predictions. What do you think next year we'll be talking about? What will be new in the iPad? Well, we'll have an iPad three by next April. Certainly by next year. Yeah. Yeah, and the cameras will the the better cameras. Maybe the, the back camera better will resolution. Change. I wouldn't be surprised if the front facing camera didn't change at all. Right. But um, yeah, better resolution. I think that we can enjoy... Um, Can't get much smaller. I don't want it to. I mean, I guess it can get thinner. I, mostly thinner I want yet. a higher res screen. If they just did that one thing, I'd I be think AirPlay happy. will also about the really become something that people use more I, often. I love AirPlay. And I, I think every app should be AirPlay enabled because it's yeah. just great to have these on your big screen. Yeah, and how about uh, a SIM a slot, not for SIM card, but an SD card? Add a little That money. would be great. Apple's never done that. Uh, I don't think we can expect a USB input, but that could come in handy. And, of course, the most important addition they could possibly make, 3D. Mm. Mm. I don't think. <laughs> I don't think. Have a great time in Maui. Thank you, Leo. And we'll see you all next week. She'll be so tanned, rested, it's and true. ready yeah. for iPad today. Take care. Oh. Oh.